Welcome to Emotional Detox Podcast, where our mission is to get the world feeling again. Here is your host, author, Sherrianna Boyle. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Emotional Detox Now. And today you're in for a treat. I have a real fun guest lined up here. His name is Bernie Ashman. Hi, Bernie. Hi. <clears throat> Hello. Hello, all the way in North Carolina. I was just telling Bernie, just about everybody I'm talking to seems to be from North Carolina these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Bernie, uh, let me tell my audience a little bit about you. Well, he is a highly respected professional astrologer, guys, who's been studying, practicing, and teaching for over 35 years. You're getting 35, over 35 years worth of valuable information today. He's the author of many, many books. How many books are now, Bernie? I couldn't count. It's actually, I'm up to seven. Seven books. Okay, yeah. so seven books. Um, he's here today to talk about his most recent book. It's a recent release, which is called Sun, Sign, and Karma. Sun, Sign, Karma. Yes. And yeah, and you can find Bernie. It's BernieAshman.com. And Welcome to Emotional Detox. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm, I'm really glad to be here. Yeah. So um, how did this all come about? I mean, interesting. I mean, did, how did you start studying this, Bernie? Well, to tell you the truth, I discovered astrology, and believe it or not, in 1973. It was actually through a book by a Frenchman, uh, Dane Rudyard. He wrote a book called Astrology of Personality. And when I got my hands on that book, I was hooked because I was really looking for where I fit into all this new age stuff. Um, I just uh, just took a little while to just find my own path where I belonged in it. And I just dove right into this. And um, it's just been quite a journey, an exciting one. That's the amazing thing about this. Here it is all these years later, and uh, it's still exciting. So uh, it just keeps me very young, which is nice. <laughs> so, you find, so you find this book and you dive in and at, at what point, so you're excited about it and you're learning about the information at what point does it kind of become your career because you're a consultant, correct? Yeah, exactly. And, and what does that mean to be an, a, a consultant of astronomy? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be, to be a consultant of astrology, or usually yeah. there's several different skills that yeah. you develop. And um, anything from, you know, I get asked about current cycles, like what can I expect for the upcoming year? Sometimes it's got to do with relationships. People just want more clarity about what to look for in that, or maybe a relationship they're in, they just want some help with it. Careers, that comes up an awful lot. And then people, I often seem to run into people that are just starting out, like a spiritual search of some sort. So sometimes I'm just kind of guiding them as best I can without telling them what to do, but just telling them maybe what kind of cycles they're in just to help them along the way, basically, is what I'm doing. So did, did you get really good at this, Bernie? Like, how does this happen? Um, did you I think get for each, special yeah. training? Like, That's a good question. Yeah. I, I think for each person, it is different. Um, sometimes for me, I was just fortunate that I'm very intuitive and I knew that about myself. And um, 
I just I picked this up rather quickly. I, I uh, belonged at that time to a really large meditation group of about a thousand people. And when people found out I was into astrology, I started getting asked for one reading after another. Okay. And uh, the more I did, um, the more I seemed to pick it up. There were some great books even back in the 1970s by different authors. And I read a lot and I practiced this a lot. Some people, it takes longer. They take a lot of classes. There are professional groups now around the country that can certify. Uh, I was grandfathered in because I've been doing this so long by a group called NCGR. But um, people want to get tested sometimes to just see what they know. Uh, there's just all kinds of ways you can learn this. But it can take a while to get good at this, to really yeah. feel confident and put it all together to get it out there for somebody in a to take a complex language and make it clear enough for people to understand. So it's almost like you had a little bit of a talent in this. I mean, that's the definition of talent when something just kind of comes naturally and easy for someone. And you, you kind of wonder, do you think you've done this before? I mean, your book talks about past lives. You have books on past yeah. lives. What do you think? What's your take on that, Bernie? I felt like I was walking into something I had done before. <laughs> um, I felt like I, it was a real advantage for me. Yeah. I could tell in my own chart, astrological chart, um, it just made sense the more I looked at it early on. And as time went on, and now I know it's true. I, I've known that for several years. Yeah. So it really helped. Um, I, I bet. It's like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to do this in this lifetime too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my passion was there all over again. It was just like, the vehicle for me to, to explore. And to tell you the truth, I really got into it in the beginning because I wanted to learn more about myself uh, is how it started. But I could tell it was something I could really utilize to help other people. Uh, the counseling side of me has always been strong. Uh, I'm a Sagittarian with a lot of that in my chart. There's so much about communication in my own chart and uh, just wanting to help people to clarify certain things when they ask me questions about this and that. So do you uh, ever find in all your experience, do you ever find that sometimes it tips the scale? Meaning, do you find that people sometimes turn to astrology for the wrong reasons? Meaning, are they looking for a quick fix? Are they, um, what do you, uh, what is your experience with that? You know, it used to be, but now People are just, um, they've really heard a lot about the subject. Okay. It's not just sun, sun sign astrology anymore. Even in my own book, I went into a lot of depth to show that a sun sign is a lot more than you think it is. Yeah. Um, people ordinarily, ask, sometimes they ask the wrong question. Uh, I'll give them the right question, what they really need to be asking me to uh. just help them go a little deeper in what they're trying to find out. Um, I'm, I, and I do that in not a judgmental way, but just to give them a little bit more clarity about where they are right now. And that's often what people want to know is just, you know, people, my clients tend to be very independent. Um, they're not asking me to solve everything, but they are asking me for a lot of um, just options, you know, how to figure their way out of something or to just get, um, you could say, just clearer insight of some sort. Uh, I think that's where I help people the most is just developing their own insight. 
mm. uh, to just find out what works for them. And I think that's what's fascinating about astrology. It helps a person uh, just develop their own way of doing things in a clearer and, way. And do you talk about that in your book, Sun Sign Karma? Do you talk about, or any of your books, um, the, the questions, I, the asking the wrong questions? And do you talk about questions that would be more beneficial to ask? Yeah, even in the uh, previous book that I had come out before um, uh, the, the past life book, the one you mentioned, Sun Signs and Past Lives, uh, uh-huh. that came out in 2010. Okay. Um, that one and the one now, Sun Sign Karma, um, basically do that. Um, I presented the information in a way, I, I kind of uh, showed what the um, you could say certain patterns we can bring into this life that maybe we need to work on. But then I gave the alternative way of using that energy because really what we're trying to do is just channel energy into some kind of clearer way, you know, of getting, of using it. So it's not necessarily of asking the wrong question in these books, but just presenting what a, a situation might be for somebody. I give several examples, but I also give, you could say, the way out of that, just a clearer way of using this energy. So, so what is going on right now, Bernie? I mean, what is going on astrologically, energetically? Um, it is, this is coming out in January, 2022. Can you give us some hope? I mean, really? Bernie, yeah. what's, what's going on and what's going to happen? Well, I'm glad you asked me that to tell you the <laughs> truth. Um, it's kind of fresh in my own mind. Yes. Um, in the sky right now is <clears throat> Saturn is one planet, okay, which has a lot to do with uh, careers, work, jobs. Uranus is another planet that is a very independent planet. I want my freedom. Uh, I've been watching the news, you know, about a lot of people not wanting to go back to work or they're asking for more freedom, you know, in the job place. So that cycle I found rather interesting that's going on now and will be going on pretty much throughout this year. The pandemic, um, which is on everybody's mind. Everybody. Yeah. When there was a conjunction that happened right as the pandemic came in, uh, that happens every 35 years between Pluto and Saturn. I knew something was going to happen, but I honestly didn't know it was going to be this, a 100-year pandemic. One thing that's very hopeful about this, um, Jupiter is a planet that could change the trajectory of this. In May of 2022, when it shifts into the sign Aries, um, I think it could show we're ready to move forward and maybe to leave a lot of this behind. I mean, that's what I'm really hoping that that symbolizes in the sky. Some of these hard aspects that are in the sky right now are going to loosen their grip. So it could be um, that with some people are kind of forecasting in the medical field that maybe as we get into the spring, I'm looking at May 10th when Jupiter goes into Aries mm-hmm. and it's got that Aries flare to it. Jupiter can be good luck in opening a new door of some sort for some hope that things are getting better, but it could make things better. So that's what I'm feeling as far as the pandemic goes and just looking at some of these current cycles that are here. 
some of the ones, you know, sometimes my clients will ask me when they're in a tough cycle, they don't want to know when it began. They want to know when the damn thing's going to be over. Yeah. When's so, it going to be over? <laughs> Good question. Right. Yes. So uh, some of these cycles that have been with us since this yeah. pandemic started, they yeah. are going to lighten up a bit. And what I'm hoping is that means that maybe that means this stuff will really start to really back off, especially in May of 2022. So I hope I'm right on that. I hope you're right too, Bernie. I think people need to hear that. I mean, that, that it's interesting because I just heard that the other day as well, that things were going to peak and then they were going to get better. Right. And we just, we just got to hang in there. It's, it's not that far off. Right. 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 Um, Wow. So what does karma have to do with all of this? Because your book is Sun Sign Karma. What is, what's the connection there? Yeah. um, You know, we all come in with something to work on. And, um, you know, something from, if, if you believe in past lives, there is something your soul has come in to clean up. You know, maybe some excess baggage you no longer need anymore. It doesn't mean you've done all these awful things in past lives. We all have something that we came here to work on, or there would be no reason really necessarily for us to be here. So um, the whole thing about karma is cause and effect. Maybe we have done some things in some past lives and we've just come in here again. One thing I find interesting when you get a chart done, I usually find five or six key past lives connected to the chart we're born with in this lifetime. And usually there's some patterns in it um, that really magnify uh, to me when I look at somebody's chart. I've been doing this so long that I can see a whole chart in about 45 45. seconds where it may take days for some people because they're learning it. You You got to repeat. You got to repeat that, Bernie. I'm sorry. Say that again. When I look at a whole chart for somebody, I can see all the patterns in it in about 45 seconds. I can see the current life and the past life patterns that fast. So it's only because I've developed these skills and I've been doing it so long. It's not like when I began doing this, that it was that quick. Um, It's just over time that I can see it the whole patterns in it. So can we get back to the chart for a second? I know you, you created a chart. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, yeah. is that the chart you're referring to when you say, I look at a chart? Is it actually the chart? The first chart is your birth chart. You know, the okay. month, the year you're born, longitude, okay. latitude, where you're born and your birth time. Okay. Um, that's the chart that I'm talking about. I invented a past life chart about, 20 years ago that got turned into a major software program that's uh, turned into an international bestseller. And uh, I I invented it. And uh, it just, what did you invent Bernie? Hold on. What did you invent it? It's a past life chart inside the chart. It's hidden in it. Um, I saw it one day and I, I, my left brain was fighting with my right brain, you know, could this possibly be true? And, um, but then I knew it was right. Uh, the more I looked at it, I knew it was real. So um, the funny thing was I was working on a past life software program for a software company. And I changed the whole thing around when I invented the past life chart. It happened that kind of a synchronicity kind of effect. So when you get a chart done, it moves in a counterclockwise direction. The past life chart moves clockwise. Instead of your first house being your ascendant or rising sign, your 12th house is. 
the 12th house in a chart is like the mothership of your soul, your intuition. And that becomes the key point in the past life chart. It starts the whole wheel, you could say. So that's a big chart that I invented. And uh, people love the software. I, I sell the reports, even the written reports to right. people. Um, but it's just a wonderful tool to use also. And where do you access? Where do you get that? How do people um, access? People can buy the software program from Cosmic Patterns um, in Gainesville, Florida, where I went to college, oddly enough. That's a synchronicity in itself. Gainesville, Florida. Seriously. So, uh, isn't that strange? <laughs> so strange. <laughs> I my okay. mind when that happened. That yeah. is crazy. And uh, yeah. but then they can get the charts from you, Bernie. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah, it's on my website. Um, that whole underwritten reports, the past life chart. It's actually on the front page of my website because it became such a big deal. Uh, people became really fascinated by it. Um, they really love the uh, chart. It's just a different way of looking at the chart you were born with. It puts it, it flips your planets into a past life wheel is what it does. Unbelievable. So, I mean, you know so much about this topic. And again, everyone, his website is BernieAshman.com. So if you're wondering where that is, it's BernieAshman.com. You've been doing this for so long. And I can imagine how that would shape your perception of the world. I mean, you must just have such a different lens than other people. I mean, is there any like little wisdom that you can share that you've learned, even just like words to go by that have yeah. guided you? Because sure. I mean, you've been doing this 35 years. I'd, I'd love to ask you your age, but that's, I know that's rude. 74. <laughs> okay, he offered it up. Um, but I'm like, you know, I just find it, you know, I just get so excited to learn from someone with, uh, you know, 74 years and here you are and you probably did in a past life too. So just triple that. Okay, everybody in terms of knowledge. Um, what are your words to live by and knowing what your viewpoint? Well, <clears throat> to tell you what, I guess you could say, one big thing I've learned is patience, you know, slow down because sometimes <laughs> you'll get some of your best insights when you do, yeah. you know, Marianne Williamson, she wrote a book, return to love. Yeah. And, you know, I was really curious what she meant by a miracle. And one thing she said in there really hit me. Uh, it's an altered perception. Yeah, that's, that's her definition really, of a miracle. Yeah, yes. That's really what happens. And that's what astrology offers, an altered perception. You know, these symbols are so powerful in a chart. Um, they really give you so many different ways of looking at the same thing. That's why when I do somebody's chart, I don't try to pigeonhole that it's got to be a certain way they got to do something. I just show different ways, different paths they can go on. So um, these altered perceptions are right there in an astrological chart. Insight just comes right out of a chart. Um, um, they really do. And, you know, what I also find really interesting when I've taught people over the years, they'll see these really intense aspects between two planets and they think, oh, God, that's a horrible thing, I guess. I said, no, that's probably the creative force that allows people to do things. I've done my best writing under some of the worst aspects. You mm -hmm. could call them. They're just two planets aligned powerfully. That doesn't mean worse, though. 
I got my first book contract under an alignment of Saturn going over my Mercury in 1987. If I'd gone to an astrologer that didn't know much, they'd say, oh, don't do that now. Just yeah, wait. that's you what I mean? I mean, Bernie. That's what I meant earlier when I said, do you think sometimes people go to it for the wrong reasons, right? Like they want someone to sort of... De- don't do it now, do it that, but what you're saying, it's really how you look at the chart, right? Yeah, and it's not exactly. always a bad thing. So hear that everybody, when you hear, oh, Mercury's in retrograde, oh my God, everything. And then we blame it on it. <laughs> you know? yeah, right. I actually wrote a whole book on Mercury retrograde, you know, how to survive Mercury retrograde a few years back <laughs> for Llewellyn uh, because of that, um, which you just said just to give some more positive ways you can use that particular cycle. So, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Put your life on hold? <laughs> right. And you can't for, you know, <laughs> I had to go up and do a workshop in Boston under a Mercury retrograde. I, I just couldn't stop. You just have to be more careful. Maybe, you know, dot your eyes, sure. cross your T's, just be yeah. a little more careful. That's all. But it's not like you want to stop your whole, your whole existence or your whole life. For a, but you know, when you say, did they ask the wrong question? Yeah. I'm not so sure people are asking the wrong question. They just want the right answer. That's what it comes ah, down to. Okay. Or hold on. Hold on. Right I got to digest answer. that one. I'm not sure people are asking the wrong question. They just want the right answer. Did everyone yeah. hear that? And, sometimes it's not and then we question. go to the next one. Oh, they didn't give me the right answer. So I'm going to the next one. The next one. Right. I go to, I'm going to keep going until somebody <laughs> tells me well, what you know, I want to hear. <laughs> well, sometimes, you know, you go to a doctor and it's not the right one. You know, they yeah. don't know what's wrong with you. And you go to yeah. another one that just seems to know more about that particular thing is wrong with you. So um, I've, you know, as every once in a while, somebody will say, well, I've been told I have a horrible chart and I'll mm-hmm. look at it. I say, no, you've got some things in there that have some intensity in it, but that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it. I've had to clear that up a few times, you know? Um, and then I'll start saying, well, this can work this one. They said, well, I actually do that. That is a positive thing I do. It's not all wrong because I have Saturn like this or that. So let me ask you, Bernie, because this is the emotional detox podcast. And I want to make sure we touch base on emotions, you know, and you might not know any of my work as emotional detox, but it's based on this premise that all emotions are good. So long as they're processed, right. There's no bad emotion in the emotional detox world. Um, What is your, what are your viewpoints of emotions with in your background and everything that you know. Um, I, I totally agree with you. Um, you know, one of my clients once said about Pluto, which has to do with processing and dealing with some real deep emotional energy from the past or the current time period. And she called it cosmic composting is what she called it. Taking that energy, that's emotion, that's not working so well for you and uh, replanning it channeling that energy, you know, into a more positive direction. Hmm. And that's often what we're doing anyway. Um, You know, some of the greatest healers that I know in North Carolina went through an awful lot of what you're talking about. Um, And I'm not saying that it wasn't like that for me, even, you know, going through some emotional detoxing at certain points, uh, because it just makes you more uh, healed. You can even be more productive in anything you do whether it's parenting 
what kind of work you do, whatever it is, health, Mm. those chakras, when they get blocked, how miserable it can be. Sometimes people are just trying to emotionally detox just to clear all that energy through them. So astrology is interesting too, because, you know, there's certain areas of a um, certain planets, certain areas of a chart that have to do with emotional detoxing for Mm, in a big way really yes totally yeah one of the houses of the 12 is the eighth house where a lot of that goes on Uh, probably the 12th house as well so for sure have you teach this stuff bernie are you now teaching others how to read people are you do you primarily write books and then and then work one-on-one with people the latter um, I just haven't had as much time to teach anymore. I've been, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to re-release my first book, uh, Astrological Games People Play this year. It came out um, in 1987 for a couple of printings. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was so far ahead of its time, that book. Yeah. It really was all about putting, uh, how to put the planets together, how to mm. interpret them. And it has a psychological basis and spiritual, that book. But it was probably, you know, everybody's caught up with that book now. Now's the time for it to get re-released, is my theory. Yes. So um, I've already got somebody that's going to help me put the book out. So that one in particular. Uh, well, you'll have to come back on the show. I would love to. It's been fun. I'd love, I'd love to have you back on and, and to talk about that re-release. Well, you know, Marianne Williamson, that's what she did. You know, that was my first I actually, that was my second self-help book. I was very fortunate. My mother was kind of pushing self-help at me at a very young age. So when people read Marian Williams says, oh, have you read? And I'm like, I read that when I was 16 years old, right? You know? you're, you're lucky. Yeah, you're I was lucky that I, I was like, really? You're just reading that now? But so it might be the same for your book, Bernie. Like it's yep. been out, but for some people, yeah. it's going to be, you know, many people, it's going to be the first time, including me. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Bernie, for all of this. I wish you the best of luck with this book, everyone. It's Sun Sign Karma. Simple. Sun Sign Karma. Um, Get it for a friend. I know my teenager, you know, I have three daughters and I get stacks of books from publishers and then I put them on these shelves separate from all my stuff and lo and behold, I find your book in one of their rooms. <laughs> How about that? I'm so pleased to hear that. <laughs> so just want to let everyone know that, that if you have a teenager or someone in their 20s, they go for this stuff big time. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's just so good to hear. I was 25 when I got into this. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. No. I was like, went in their room. I was like, oh, okay, there it is. Help yourself. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> no, that's music to my ears. <laughs> that's terrific. Uh, thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening to Emotional Detox Podcast. We really appreciate you. And remember your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Please share the show with your friends. Subscribe, listen, do all that great stuff. And get Bernie's book. Thank all right, so take care. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To grab a copy of Sherryana's book or to join her weekly live meditation, go to sherryannaboyle.com.